Welcome to the Scarlet Letter. It's Wednesday, which means it is a mini episode. I'm Aaron. I'm Allie. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> so since it's a mini episode, we really kind of don't have a strategy going forward on yeah. this. Um, I think we're, we each kind of decided we're going to talk about some current events, what's going on in our personal lives that we think are important that other people go through and, you know, fuck it. Let's just get started. So, Allie, you brought up something that you're very excited <laughs> to talk about. Let's just start with that. Oh, my gosh. When I saw that dog, the bounty hunter, joined in on the Gabby Petito case, you guys, I was like, this mother effer is going to solve this fucking case and he's going to find this bastard. And the FBI and everyone's going to be like, how did you do that? Because he's fucking dog the bounty he's hunter. Dog the hunter. And there's so many people that are like, oh, whatever, dude. Like, you're not going to. I'm like, I don't think people realize. Like, he has found people that were gone. Yeah. I mean, he has found people that were gone. I mean, like, not seen. Like, yeah. haven't been seen for a long time. Missing. And he tracked them mother efforts down. Oh, Lindsay's trying to show you her strategy. No. no. Look at that. Look it's at beautiful. that. So Lindsay has a wonderful strategy for Oreos. I'm tired mm. of sticking my fingers in the milk. Okay. Yeah, because your the <clears throat> cookies get all up into your fingernails. And, and it's like, cold. Oh, that, that too. But why I love Dog the Bounty Hunter personally <laughs> is because. Okay, hold on a second. We got to talk about her strategy here so other oh, people yes. can understand it. She takes a knife and sticks it into the creme. Creme of, of the, the Oreo. Cookie. Very nicely. Yes, very nicely. Not aggressive. We're not murderers here. Um, not always. And we, <laughs> she dips it in the milk. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Okay. Now back to what you were saying. Alex. Okay. Sorry. So what year was this, Aaron? Gosh, it was a long time ago. Uh, like 2010. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I think it was 2010. It was like 2010. Dog the Bounty Hunter and his whole crew. We might be off on the year, folks. I think I think it was either. I, it, it had to have been around that time. Nine, ten. It, it was, was like nine or ten. It was winter. Ten. Yes. Because the fireplace is on. We both worked at a restaurant because this is actually how we became friends because we did not go to high school together. Um, we worked at a restaurant called Lone Star Steakhouse, which is now since closed and seized by the IRS. Which, come on, Lone Star. You were the best steakhouse around. Like, what were you doing? I mean, Never had it. But that's a topic for another day. Yeah. So continue. So on. we worked at this steakhouse and Dog and his whole crew came in with his wife, his kids. Everyone came in to have dinner there because they were looking for someone in Aurora. Yeah. And it brought them to Colorado. Yeah. And so we were there and... We were, I think, wait, we were hostess at the time. I yeah, believe. we weren't servers yet because I didn't become a server in 2000 till 2000. My friend Amber was in the Alamo room with them yeah. serving them. The Alamo room was like a party room yes, that had so a door could, that could close. So like you were separated from the yeah, general they pop. Wanted, uh, an amenity. Yeah. Because they were still talking about the case. So they yeah. didn't want to be out in the open. And <laughs> I happened to be walking to the bathroom right behind dog. And I'm sitting there thinking, don't be a fangirl. Calm down. It's going to be fine. And little did I know that he'd literally fall into my arms. You caught him so gracefully. So we're walking to the bathroom and I wasn't walking like really close behind him, but he kind of stopped for a minute and I got like kind of close to him and he slipped on the hardwood floor by the bathroom door. And I'm not even shitting you. I caught Dog the Bounty Hunter with my arms underneath his armpits <laughs> and caught him and like pushed him back up. And he was like, thank you so much. And then later on, our GM was like, 
you just saved me from a lawsuit. Yeah, because <laughs> so the fireplace was very pr- predominant. It had a very large stone. Uh, what is that called? The bottom part of it. Yeah, like a Mant- ledge, not, mantle, a ledge, yeah. flange, ledge. Mantles yeah. on top. So it was very dangerous. <laughs> yes, but by because our the bathroom tables doors. were moved because there was a party, so they put those two yeah. tables that are normally there. They shifted them, so it was like this perfect opening. He would have fell and fucking cracked his head open. Oh yeah, but by the bathroom the hardwood floors that were there were warped and they, oh, they were, were just ruined. They were ruined. And oh, absolutely. Dog would have fallen and he would have sued the shit. Oh my God. You and, saved him from dying. Like what if he fell, fucked his head up and never was the same. And never was the same he again. Be and then he wouldn't be helping with the Gabby Petito. I knew I saved someone's life somewhere in, somewhere <laughs> in this line here. But so every time I see dog, I'm always like, yeah. I think yeah. of that one time. By the way, they're the nicest people ever. His wife, his unfortunately deceased wife now, was so friendly, so nice. They were very. She actually grabbed my boobs and said, um, yeah. "Girl, you really need to start wearing corsets." And I said, "What?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "You can't find bras nowadays that fit big-chested women like us." She goes, "You just got to wear corsets." Hmm. And I said, "Okay, I'll get right on that." And you never did. No, I never did. No. But I mean. I mean, she had some mommy milkers. Oh, over yeah, dude. Oh, mommy For sure. Milkers. But <laughs> speak ill will of the dead. She oh was a gosh. wonderful lady. No, absolutely wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. Beth, she had great, right? I believe yeah, her name Beth. was Beth. Yes. She had a beautiful character, everything. But she had some giant boobs. And yes. everybody knew. Everyone knew it. But. She I'm, didn't hide them either. It's no. It's not like she like tried to keep them hidden from the world. I'm so excited that dog is involved now, though. Oh, yeah. I'm very intrigued to watch this now. Yeah. You were Before saying that I was he was like, supposed to be oh on his uh, honeymoon. You're searching the same area 467 times. and Just for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Da, da, da. I'm like, you've been searching I the same place. I've been seeing some, to follow up on last week, I've been seeing that some people are talking about like one of their really good friends is also helping harbor him. Yes. Because her and- shoe appeared in that two second live he accidentally did on Instagram on the boat. But the whole thing is too, hmm. is now they're like trying to connect him to like a whole string of oh, people. I, think, missing. I still think he killed those two women. There's like a bunch of people that were missing in different towns in Utah. <clears throat> and they're like trying <gasps> oh to connect God. him. He's trying to be like the next, like, you know, the new Jack the Ripper or uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. And I, I don't think he's that. Unfortunately, I don't. No. I think that he, I think he might be connected to the women, the two women that were murdered um, and Gabby, obviously. But I don't think he's I think the only reason why he is hiding right now and mm-hmm. is able to hide is because of his parents. Yeah. I don't think he has, you know, the, which is really sad. I he wish... has no survival skills. No. I mean, people have come out and said that he has no survival skills and all these kinds of things. So. He is being helped by his parents. And now I think it's really funny because flowers are being delivered to the laundry house um, in in Gabby's name. name. What the hell? Yep. Yeah. Did you see how big her ceremony was? Yeah. Mm. Huge. And uh, I don't know. Because it was what, the 27th? I'm kind of conflicted with that because I feel like it was so publicized. Yeah. But like, what about like... And it's only because this case blew up out of nowhere. I, I'm i sorry. Like, it's really sad that she died. But 
other people die every day. Yeah. And they don't get that even was a, like, a um, fraction of that kind of, you know, publicity camaraderie that yeah. like all these people from that never knew her, but were touched by her story, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, I, I don't think I could ever go to some strangers. That was like general. years ago. When the Christopher Watts thing happened, yes. the amount of money that they got raised and like their ridiculously bougie caskets, don't get me wrong, like if that's what you chose to do with the money, that's all on you. Yeah. But if that story never would have made headlines, yeah, they wouldn't have gotten the ridiculous amount in donations. I remember what I don't remember what year it was. It was years ago. It was when Obama was in office because the young girl who sang at his inauguration mm -hmm. the first year he got in, which I don't remember what year that was. 2008, wasn't it? I think so. Don't look at me. I the don't young know. girl who <laughs> sang at his inauguration. Yeah, because he served from eight to 12 and then got reelected or eight to whatever. And they got reelected in 2012. Yeah. And then because yeah. she got shot and killed a couple of years later in oh, Chicago. She got awful. in between a place. She was in a place she wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you should die no. just because you're there. No, 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 no. That's, no, no, not, that, that's not what that I'm really saying. It really sucks that she got I'm saying in the that she was in between people that she wasn't supposed to be in between. Okay. And so, um, so <laughs> something fell. <laughs> um, so, but, and she passed away mm -hmm. and the family, so Obama reached out or his administration reached out and said, we would love to come to her funeral. Yeah. And the family said, please don't. It's a small family funeral. Yeah. Like, you know, we appreciate it. We appreciate your time and reaching out to us, but we just want it to be small, intimate, just about her. <clears throat> yeah. And he showed up anyway with his helicopter and his what? huge escort of people and his daughters and his wife and everybody. And the family was just like, you know, like we appreciate you, you know what I mean? And you're really kind to be here, but you know, we asked you not to come because right. look at this now. Now there's people coming from across the street. Cause it was a family church, a small family church. Oh, okay. And they literally like landed their helicopter in. Cause they're flocking. Cause they want to see Barack Obama. Not because, not because of I her. mean, I, I appreciate the sentiment yeah, that he was trying to yeah. do, which I think anybody in that, in but that why way not do is, it on a smaller level? Yeah. yeah. Or like say, hey, we would love to invite you to the White House, have dinner. Like have or, like a memorial at yeah, the White House where yeah. we can have like dinner and we can talk and, yeah. you know, all of that and pair. And respects. because they literally like parked or, you know, had their helicopter across the street at the football field and then came over to the church. And of course, everybody from all around is like flocking because they're interested in what's going on, and it just completely took away we're from Because we're nosy, day. we're yeah. nosy fucking. Which I, I, not, I would have done the same thing. I'm not saying I would have done it, but that's like with funerals, like it's like kind sometimes of knowing when want, to step back. Yeah, when to step back and say, hey, you know, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you do because it's crazy when people pass away. The people that come out of the woodworks to be like, I knew him. I knew her and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Like the black widow that we know in real life. Yeah. We call her the black widow because anyone that dies automatically, she's like, Oh my God, you were my best friend. Oh yeah. my God. You were such oh, a we great person. We were talking person. about, do you remember I was telling yeah. you about this the other day? I remember yeah. that. Because every time she always like gets in on people and she's always like, I knew him for 25 years. And I'm like, you're 15. So that's not possible. Well, I mean, she's a little older than Yeah. That, but, but at yeah. the time you're yeah. like, I've known him my whole life. Like mm. bullshit. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. So yeah, Black Widow. And I I don't know. I think people like 
I don't know. It's like when my <laughs> when Allie <laughs> lived with me, we had these neighbors who were fucking assholes, like assholes to the extreme. And, you know, creatures that we are, you know, I think all of the population is like this. All humans are like this. Uh, when they would get in fights or when the cops were involved, we're like peeking our head out. We the door. are those TikTokers outside vacuuming our front lawn. It's oh Astro my God, Turf and we're like back dusting the backyard. Because <laughs> I saw a TikTok today of someone trying to weed whack and like mop, at, not mop, uh, sweep at the same time. <laughs> and the neighbor fucking just laughed so hard. <laughs> Dude, it's so true though. Like even now, I'm like looking out my backyard like. At you this know. farm. I'm going to go catch the chickens. I'll be right back. <laughs> the thing, You know, with my job working out in the public, I see some kooky ass shit that I just like peek around my truck. No one sees me, but I'm trying to watch and stalk you from the corner because I want to know, you know, because we just are curious. I was like your neighbor today. He was like sitting catatonic in his truck. And I was like. I like honked my horn because. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was like he was like this. What the? Like, uh, should I call nine one one? I was I mean, like, I'll just honk probably, a little bit. And he was like, it's probably like my mom. Sometimes like when she comes home, open. she come. My mom will come home from work after working a shift, and she'll fall asleep in the fucking car with it running in the driveway. And I'm like, woman, I almost called her. So I call my mom by her first name. Which, <laughs> which uh, it's weird. Okay, it, I'm not gonna it lie. Weird. It's one of those names that makes it even better. <laughs> Say it. No, just for a little privacy for now. It's one of those names where you're just like, yes, if that was my mom's name, I would call her by her real name, too. So and, you know, it's I still call her mom. Yeah, it's just my mother was not maternal. My dad was the Mr. Mom. My mom likes kids when they're older, which is fine. I get it. Not every woman is going to be maternal. It's just like it, you know, whatever. My dad's great with kids. It's disgusting. Um, but my sister and I, when we get mad at my mom, we realize the only way to get her attention is to call her by her first name. So we just call her by her first name all the time because she responds so much 99% of the time versus where mom, I'm like sitting there go, mom, mom. I feel like fucking Stewie from Family Guy. Mommy, mama. <laughs> Mom, why aren't you paying attention to me? Like, listen, woman. So we just call her by her first name. But I'm like, Mom, why are you falling asleep in the front seat of your of the car parked in the driveway? I get it. You worked a long night shift, but like. The Go door in. is 50 feet away. Just. And OK, so I also own two Priuses. So if you've never driven one. <sighs> hmm. They're so they quiet. are quiet and they shut off after a certain point. Like they're still on. It's just the motor shuts off. So it doesn't even sound like the car's on. I have more than once <laughs> left it. Forgot right. to shut it off because I already thought a car was oh, off. Speaking of Lone Star. So one time Aaron borrowed my car. Oh, to- <laughs> oh wait, what? Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> This is why our old manager was my absolute favorite. What's up, Jay? Jeff. Um, my name's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. So one time, Aaron borrowed my car to go pick something up from this I went place. To, we yeah. won't. We won't. You know, be specific. It was for your mom. 
Um, Just making sure you remember the memory like I do. And she tapped into something when she was leaving. Uh, No, I backed into a fucking ginormous truck with a cattle guard. No, let me tell you, okay? My little car did... That truck didn't even have... Didn't even have a a speck on it. I'm talking like, you know... And so she drives back and she comes in. I'm not even, I'm not even shitting you guys. I'm back getting the bar ready. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> Allie, oh my God, I have to tell you something. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Erin, calm down. I was like, in tears. It's going to be fine. She's like, I hit something with your car and I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Let us add a little context here. We had only been friends for like a year and you were but living still, with me it was so point. funny because and then it was so funny because our manager must overheard because he comes home and he goes oh my gosh Aaron and he's and Aaron's like what and he goes there's two uh media officers outside asking for you mm-hmm. and you really need to go talk to him I don't know what it's about but it's something to do with a vehicle Aaron oh my god Ellie I'm going to jail I'm so sorry and Jeff kept a straight face all the time yeah like I you should just hurry up go talk to him like you know we'll have someone else start opening don't even worry about clocking out we'll take care of your time we'll take care of it and she walks outside there's no fucking cops there (laughs) and Jeff (laughs) Jeff is just busting laughing I'm not even joking you guys I believed it yeah it was a great performance he was so like he should have bowed at the end of it like he was so like Aaron there's two cops outside I don't know what they want like, but you need to go talk to him right now. They're adamant about talking to you. I was in fucking tears. Tears. Mm. Tears. Because we were God, watching. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> it was a Saturday. It was slow. And I was working a double shift. It sucked. I was on my break. <laughs> this is the kind That's of shit we went funny. through at Lone Star. Oh, we did all sorts of stupid shit. Then. Yeah. I liked working at Lone Star. Like, looking mm. over my employment history now, we'll talk about this. So, to future Aaron. Because we have to pre-record next week's episodes, so it won't be until the second week of October. We're going to find out if I am still employed. <laughs> oh my god! Hold, please, people. Um. So I kind of touched based on this. I think it was the first episode where I said that my boss hates women, and it's true. He would be celibate by choice. That's how much he disregards women, and thinks that we. I've heard him say that he does not think women should be able to vote because we cannot we cannot make a cognitive decision Mm. and he talks it like horribly about his girlfriend who they have a kid together with but anyways so i've worked with this company i just celebrated my two-year anniversary back in oh god april there was an incident we're in a hiring freeze right now i'll put a little context on that too so We're in a hiring freeze. We lost two people right before. There's normally a group of four of us that do my job. We went down to two. But the workload has stayed the same because that's just the way life is. And I had expressed to a coworker that I felt like my boss wasn't doing anything because he didn't care. Well, that coworker, as amazing as he is, pulled my boss out of a meeting and yelled at him and told him to start fucking manning up and be a boss. Well, my boss doesn't take well to criticism. Um, and he called me screaming, <laughs> telling me um, basically that I'm ungrateful, 
that nothing that he keeps trying to do will ever satisfy me and that all of this is my fault and demanding to know why I can't just be happy with a little bit of help that we had gotten. And to be honest, my mental health wasn't great at this point. I mean, my workload was tripled. I was stressed. My boss was not giving us any support. So I made an HR claim because that wasn't okay. Because I got off the phone with him. I cried. Someone I don't even know saw me in my company vehicle and came and knocked on my window and asked me if I was okay. Because I was having a panic attack in my work truck. Yeah. So I made an HR claim the next day. Well, they were like, we're going to get ethics involved. We're going to, um, you know, we'll make a whole case. We'll talk to him. Like, we'll, we'll get it figured out. Well, the next morning I had to go in. It was a Friday for our weekly Friday meeting. And instead of getting to attend the meeting, I got to sit in my boss's office for 45 minutes and get yelled at again, be saying, um, how dare I go and have him talk to you about communication? This is all my fault. <laughs> I'm feeling this way because it's my fault because I'm choosing not to. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, demanding to know why the coworkers that left said the things they said in their exit interview and why I cooperated it, which mind you, those statements are anonymous. But he already knew it didn't matter. He told me that I should just be grateful. I have a fucking job to begin with. And that if I continue with the actions that I've already started, he will ensure that I will no longer have a job. Hmm. So I didn't stop. <laughs> so months <laughs> later. Because HR has been a fucking pain in my ass yeah. to get the one lady I've been working with um, to email me back. I was like emailing her every two weeks, every month since May. Because this all happened on April 30th, this incident. And then she called me like two hours after I'd already been yelled at to tell me that he had been talked to. And then I sent her this like 4,000 word email about everything that I had just experienced um, and everything I've gone through in the, like the year and a half I'd worked there at that point. And she wouldn't respond. So then I kept emailing her every two weeks. And then she finally got back to me and then all out of the blue on, um, what was that Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was past Friday. Um, what was that September? Uh, something. Something. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, we don't know what day it is. I don't know. No, we never do. Is. Um, I know today's the 28th. Yeah. <laughs> so she emailed me. She's like super confidential. I screenshotted that shit, sent myself a copy of that email. Cause I, one, I'm collecting all the evidence in the world now because I feel like nobody believes me. I'm like what I'm experiencing, even though all my coworkers would tell me because they experienced the same shit. But she emailed me and she's like, I want to talk to you about something you said in an email to HR. And I was like, ooh, ooh. I sent the picture of this email to every person that I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, exciting, things are happening. I know, mm. a little late. I asked her about that too. And she said, well, HR had just gotten them her involved that week, like forwarded oh. my entire file Aussie. to her. So something I said, she said 
the whole, so it was a very vague email. It just said like, don't tell anybody you work with, whatever. I was like, I can do that. I'm going to tell people who know the don't situation that don't work with me and they're going to know what's going on. So I had the meeting with her yesterday mm. and she said the reason why she contacted me is because I wrote retaliation Oh yeah, four times in four different emails and she wanted to hear the accounts of what happened. So I explained out everything I just said here a little bit more graphic because I have to keep some things out for, you know, yeah. a little bit of privacy. And if I said it, you would, you know, if anyone knew him or knew anyone like or yeah. anyone in that situation, they would know who I'm talking about. I mean, if any of my coworkers heard this, they would fucking know anyways. But mm. um, so we talked about it and I was like, maybe I'm stupid and I don't fully understand what retaliation means. But being intimidated, belittled and um, yelled at is is a form of retaliation in my mind. You don't get to sit there and scream at me and tell me that this is all my fault. Ask for information in regards to something that was supposed to be 100% anonymous and then be a dickhole. Are you okay? Okay. Comes in waves. People. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Pregnancy is so fucking fun. Um, and she responded back and she said, yeah, everything that you just said, I would categorize that as retaliation. She's like, I'm going to get back with HR and I'm going to let them know what I found. She's like, I wanted to hear it from you and not just reading it in your email. She's like, I wanted to hear it. And she's like, nobody should ever have to go through that. And I was like, I agree. Because the problem is, is that I'm not the only one that has experienced yeah. it. And I even told her, I was like, if I get fired over this, she's like, you can't get fired. This That would be a federal offense. And I was like, yeah, and I could sue this company for a lot of money. <laughs> and then she put her little feelers up and was like, oh, shit, we better be careful. She knows what she can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I came home and I was talking to hubby about it. And he was like, well, let's look up the law. And it is a federal it's a federally against the law to to retaliate against somebody and then to fire them also because of that retaliation. Damn. So technically my boss can get fired for being the person that does the retaliation towards me. Um, but I can't be fired because I reported it. So also, so since that happened today, my boss won't uh, talk to me. And <clears throat> Allie brought up a good point. Maybe it's because he's not supposed to. He's been told to. He's on the leash and he's been told not to right. have any communication. But then you at least forward my emails and stuff and my no, questions mad. to. No, he's mad. I know. Why which is also. He's listening to what he's supposed to be doing by not talking to you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's going to he get you answers. But he does that to everybody else, too. Like my poor coworker. Which don't get me wrong. Her and I don't always get along. That's fine. She's not great with people. Um, But. She is frustrated. She's to the point, I'm like, it only took you two years to figure it out. Um, that when he, like, when you go above him and, like, put his supervisor yeah. on things to get him to actually do his fucking job, he retaliates against you and won't answer your phone calls or your emails or, like, he'll answer and he's a fucking raging dick. Hmm. Like, we That's had not a, okay. No, it's absolutely not okay. Um, so, yeah, to future me... I'm interested to see if we still have a job. Oh, let me add this one piece in here. So we had an employee survey, anonymous. <laughs> yeah. 
my boss got the lowest uh, supervisor score in the entire state of Colorado. He got a 37. Life's a bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He didn't believe it. He thought it was a fluke. So he called the other supervisors and the other ones were like, oh, I scored 100 or or I scored a 97. And they're like, what'd you get? And he's like, a 30 fucking seven. So he flipped shit on one of my coworkers and then was saying how we're all fucking ungrateful and we're all a bunch of snitches and um no motherfucker just do your job we're not asking be a boss don't be an asshole do what you're supposed to do come in and treat people like how you would want to be treated like fucking humans Mm -hmm. get your stuff done and you would have got a higher score but no you got to be a dick oh yeah and i told her too in my thing with her yesterday i said she's like has he not like included you in things and i was like to be honest my boss is never here Hmm. this is Two years I've worked for this company, we used to joke like, oh, he's just coming in to do his two days a month to look like he's here. And I was like, and to be honest, the only time we hear from him is if we make him look bad. If we fuck up, then he's screaming at us. And that's not okay. Narcissist. Oh, absolutely. Fucking hate this motherfucker. That is a chime, and we'll just push the button. Narcissist. (laughs) We got to get a sound cue. No, yeah, we got to get a sound. We got. You to record them all. Yes, that shit's hilarious when you do it. Because <laughs> it's true, dude. Like, really, you don't realize how many narcissists you're like around. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Didn't yeah, we? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So future me. I I'm, I'm really excited to find out. Oh fuck! I keep skipping over. I'm so sorry, everybody. I am a fucking idiot. We're a mess. We're tired. Okay. <sighs> uh, I swear I have ADHD. It's just not diagnosed. Um. But so we have this employee survey on Thursday. We have to go over it as a collective group to come up with or we have to work as adults to come up with solutions to why we scored the company and our supervisor so low. Hmm. Adults? Damn it. Oh, no. I'm just going to be passive aggressive. I'm hoping to be oh, a my child God. This motherfucker day. also had the balls to call me and say, Aaron, I need you to do a favor for me. And I was like really reluctant. I was like. Uh, do, do you know who you called? Did you did you hmm. call the right number? He's like, yeah, it's nothing bad. I'm like, oh, do you okay. want to hang up and try again? He's like, <laughs> you have the prettiest handwriting in the entire office. Can you please take notes for me? Because my fucking boss is out on COVID. Hmm. The non-COVID believer brought COVID to the entire office and then lied to uh, the nursing, the whatever program we use and said that he didn't come in contact with any other staff that's fun i'm gonna bring that up on thursday too because mm-hmm. that's against the rules lying about coming in contact in the office and not following um the Protocol. covid19 yeah. protocols that is a write-up offense i mean they have it clearly stated i don't give a fuck what you believe about covid everybody to each their own on that whole thing but if you work for a corporation and they lay out this is our yes, guidelines you have to follow those guidelines just fucking follow them I mean, it's not like you come to the office often anyways. Like, how fucking hard is it to just not wear a mask or just not come at all like normal? So I told her that. And she's like, hmm. She's like, I'm going to write that down because uh, (laughs) we need to uh, document this ongoing trend. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, it's been going on. I've worked here two years. So. Well, I'm glad they're finally getting to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. And if I, uh, you know, find anything out when we record 
the big week episode because hmm. we'll probably do that Thursday. I'll add a little bit of snippet in there. So I'm not leaving you on the edge of your seats for two weeks. <laughs> yes, people. <laughs> yeah. The narcissist. The narcissist chronicles. Narcissist chronicles. <laughs> That's a good. Take we'll have many more that, of them because we come in contact with a lot of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm entitled. But I'm excited. Uh, I like that Wednesdays are kind of just, you know, just sit, talk, not as long as our normal ones and yeah. kind of just fucking talk about, you know, bullshit around and have a good time. I think talking about life experiences, <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, hope you enjoyed tonight and we hope that you come back next, you know, for Friday's episode and we'll just keep on fucking keeping on. Be good people, everybody. Be good people. Like what we said last week. Be good people. <laughs> I'll just be very passively aggressive. Good person. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That works, I guess. Oh, no. Hmm. I'm I like like I was telling your mom tonight when I write emails, I'm very like aggressive, but professional. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, motherfucker, you're not answering me back, you dipshit. Instead, I'm like, as we discussed earlier in the week on a phone call, I just want to clarify with you that this is still a situation that is going to be happening. If not, could you please clarify on why that changed? Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Hmm. And I also email everything because it's documentation proof because my boss is a piece of shit and he'll just change his. You can't delete them. Nope. And I forward and screenshot everything. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's stuck. He's fucking stuck. I think he fucked with the wrong person. He's done for. He's not a good person. It, it's funny. My old coworker is like, Aaron, it's like you've made it your personal vendetta to get this man fired. And I said, I guess, yeah. That's mm. one way to put it. I was like, if one other woman never has to experience what. I've experienced or she had experienced or my other coworker that left had experienced and then the office lady, then it's all worth it. Even if that means I got fired, but you bet your fucking bottom. If I get fired for something bullshit, cause Colorado is a, what is it called? Um, they don't have to have a reason. They can just terminate you. Yeah. I can't think of the word of what it's called. Um, I'm taking them down with me Mm -hmm. into a fiery pit. My parents have an attorney. I will get a hold of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, everybody. Well, sorry. She's to, going dark. I'm going dark. Sorry to restart the ending that we just did. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Aaron. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Meow.